I know this is, you know, one of those meta situations, but I'm really trying not to, like, get too loud or too intense on here. But, like, I just banged my Snorlax <laughs> cup on the table on accident, and it just, like, boom, Dude. like, it just, like, exploded the volume. Yeah, but that this is the thing. Fucking mic picked up. I mean, like, the, the listeners, like, are probably just getting used to this just like we are, but, like, like well, this is our second long-distance episode that Michael and I are doing yeah. for Words for Dinner. Um, yep, yep. The podcast for the people. And uh, <laughs> it's, like... Dude, like it is funny because like my my chair is a little squeaky, right? Have yeah, you have you yeah. been here in my chair? Welcome to a very very special episode of Words for Dinner. I'm Mike. I'm Max, and um, this is a uh, it is indeed. This is an episode that I think the uh, collectors of the future will probably return to, don't you, Mike? I do, I do. The the historians, right, when they think, end of 2017, what was it like <laughs> in the lives of two super mediocre white dudes? <laughs> Extremely handsome, <laughs> questionably, of <laughs> questionable intelligence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, they'll be, like, digging up the time capsule or whatever, and they'll just find yeah. words for dinner in there. Yeah, I think I think that the next time we send one of those golden discs into space, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right, yeah. We, we should just send an episode, and it'll be this one, you know, yeah. where we, you know, we reflect. And this is what we're doing this episode. This is a special episode. I don't know what kind of dish we're going to call this. Is this kind of, like... Um, like an end of the year appetizer sampler, or yeah, this is like a sampler a buffet. Of thai. Oh, yeah, this is like a pad thai for the new year. Yeah, like something like this is this this should come out shortly after uh, twenty eighteen has come into existence. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm not ready all, at all for that. I'm not either. We we all would have survived twenty seventeen, uh, yeah. unlike what we predicted at the beginning of twenty seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Um, that we wouldn't be able to do, um, and uh, and we're we're gonna do today is we're gonna do a little bit different. We're just gonna talk a little bit about the year in review, right? I'm so I got excited. some questions. Yeah, no, I'm excited too. Yeah. I like this idea too because I think you know, I think this is this was my idea behind it, right? Because I pitched yeah. it to you, Max, yeah. and I was like, dude, I think we should do an end of the year one. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know that like our newest episode, you know, you're in the, you're in the middle of editing it and everything, but like, right. let's give you more work to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. but you know, I was sitting here and I was like, you know, the, this year, especially the end of the year, right? Was it's it's just been packed. With so much shitty stuff, oh, right? so many bad things, man. Dude, I, let me let me let me lay down some bad things for you, right? Let me lay I'm ready. Down okay, I'm ready. You ready for this? Oh, maybe getting... maybe if we do this, it'll be cathartic, and then everything yeah. will be fine. Yeah, right. I've been getting so many rejections oh. from journals and stuff. It's oh, been really? nuts. It's like everyone's clearing out their inbox <laughs> for 2017, oh, no. and they're like, "Who the oh, fuck's no. this guy?" No. Nah. Yeah, and they're just like. Please, some you know, you know, we hope your work finds home somewhere else. Dear, like, damn it, dear fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I keep, I keep getting. Uh, I apply to like you know, big boy jobs, and they keep either not getting back to me or oh, telling me that the job no longer exists. Like oh, I've applied dear, for oh, it, God. and jobs like they deleted the job from existence. <laughs> like it, it's no longer a thing. <laughs> they were like, oh my God, this guy's applying. Fuck oh, this, dude. and they were like, don't even make it a job anymore. We'll get by <laughs> without him. You know, Dude, I know it feels like that, but like it can't be like that. That's oh, just know, sad. 
I, you and know, I, also, like, there are very much missing out, dude. I would hire you in a fucking second, man. I would, too, but, you know, that's because, you yeah, know, yeah, we're yeah. us. That's true. But, yeah, so it's just been crazy. And then, like, all the news from, like, like uh, outside, you know, just, like, our personal lives has been oh, crazy. Man. You dude, how do you – we should discuss, like, how you reconcile, like, the the external with the internal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, how do you deal with your own, like, shit – and also deal with the like mountains of flaming poop in the world right now. Yeah, and I feel I feel Just like actually it. I feel like actually what this is how I'm going to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying is that like yeah. this this suggestion was me saying I want to get on a recording with a guy <laughs> who I know I'm going to enjoy speaking to. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I want to talk about yeah, yeah. words. Because you know what, I don't get to do that. I'm not doing that in my new in my new part time job, which I cannot. Oh, I'm not going to say who I work for because if I do, <laughs> then I could possibly get in trouble based on the contract that oh, I man. had to sign do, for this menial job. No, that I had to do. do not let them silence your voice. Voice no, is powerful. No, no, dude, it's serious. They're like the like the thing I had to sign was one of the things was um, anything I can't come up with for said company that is creative. Right. right. If it right. has to do with the said company, like I no longer own that. If I came up with it during working there, so like we'll call it the let, general widget company. Let's let's call it yeah, Widget Incorporated, right? Yeah. So I'm working for Widget Incorporated, and I come up with a creative solution <laughs> for dealing with defective widgets. Right. Oh, nice, nice. Now all these okay. other companies also make widgets. Yeah. But since I'm working for Widget Incorporated, I'm legal I've signed a thing that says legally I cannot like just come up with this idea and then leave and go sell it to like Widget uh Widget Co, right? Yeah, yeah, and I have yeah. to give it to Widget Inc, right? Oh, okay. okay. And then the second thing is oh, that's if weird. I talk about yeah, if I talk about Widget Inc in any sort of public sphere like on social media or something like that. Right. Uh basically I can't talk shit about them. Oh. It's not. Like, it's not like a gag order. It's more like, more like, uh, you know, if you post pictures, please don't post pictures of like your nipple and tar <laughs> and, and like tag and tag Widget okay. Incorporated, right? Okay. So like, you know, it's whatever. But so I've had you know this thing, and I'm like, you know, I want to talk about words with this guy, and this is how I want to deal with these external and make it, you know, and bring my internal, which is feeling better, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I want I want to like merge those. Talk about words. Talk about the word of the year. We have three places Whoa. we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And then we're going to talk about briefly, um, like you and you and I's like experience with words this year. I think, and then we'll be done. And after um, that, we're going to play in the famous game of all time, forever. Um, yeah. Forever. Oh, nice. Uh, the game is called Forever. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. I don't know what it is yet, but we'll have one I'm, by the end of the episode. I know this is, you know, one of those meta situations, but I'm really trying not to, like, get too loud or too intense on here. But, like, I just banged my Snorlax cup on the table on accident, and it just, like, boom, like, Dude. it just, like, exploded the volume yeah, that but this the thing, mic picked up. I mean, like, the, the listeners, like, are probably just getting used to this just like we are, but, like, like well, this is our second long-distance episode that Michael and I are yeah. doing for Words for Dinner, um, yep, yep. the podcast for the people, and uh, <laughs> it's, like... Dude, like it is funny because like my my chair is a little squeaky, right? Yeah. Have you have yeah. you been hearing my chair? No, I haven't been hearing your chair. Oh, but yes. when I listened when I listened to the um, the appetizer for sentimental, yeah, yeah. I could hear my chair, oh. and then I could hear something from your end, but yeah. like I didn't know what it was. I think it was papers. Then, 
Yeah, it might have been. Well, yeah. it could have been the Harry the dog too. So like we talked about this. Oh, that's, true. This is, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I almost don't want to. I don't want to like like offer any spoilers for this current episode that we're doing at this yeah. very moment. But like I do <laughs> feel like I might want to like rehash some things and uh, just to like give up the ghost. Like the dog was so great last episode. It was such like oh, a yeah. nice words for dinnery thing to happen. He was at one point he came over. And he was just like, he was like, hey, hey, hey. And I was like, hi, Harry. He was like, hey, 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 hey. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm recording a podcast. And he's like, oh, really? 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 And then he puts his face onto the mic and he just starts like slobbering and Breathing. shit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was, and you could hear it. Yeah. I, I, I think we noted it. It was pretty, it was pretty funny. There was some there was I edited out too, right? Oh, okay. There was, there's a podcast that I listened to. Um, so uh, I haven't been able to listen to it recently, but one of the guys has a bunch of dogs. He's like three okay. or four. Yeah. And he clearly puts them in a different room or outside, you know, while he records. Oh. And every once in a while you can hear just like, woof, 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 <laughs> like, like while he's talking, like these, wo- like obviously they've seen a squirrel or some shit yeah. like that, right? Yeah. They're freaking out. They're, let's not talk about that. They're, playing, about they're playing war outside. We are, yeah, we are digressing too hard <laughs> away from Damn our it. goal. Damn I know. That never let's happens. Let's talk about some words. I know, right? But let's talk about some words. Let's talk about the word of the years. Yeah. The words of the year, right? Yeah. I, I messed that up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have three different places. Okay. Um, I got a fourth place that's a joke place. Okay, nice. But nice. we can talk about that. That'll be briefly at the end. <laughs> but where do you want to start? You want to start with Merriam-Webster, our, our old faithful OED, or dictionary.com. I'm going to throw it to you. You get to decide the first one we go to. Dude, let's go to man. I I think we should probably start with um, not dictionary dot com. Okay. Merriam Webster, maybe. Okay, let's start with Merriam Webster. Let's yeah. do it. Let's yeah. do it. So, so real quick for those of you who, and I'm, I'm assuming all of our listeners at least follow kind of the idea of the words of the year, right? But right. basically, dictionaries put out. At the end of the year, like uh, a word that they've said is kind of describing that year. And each dictionary does it a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, we'll yeah. talk about that. But basically, it's a word that either has been researched a lot, as in like people have been looking it up online. Right, right. Um, a word that defines the year according to the, uh, that dictionary or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, right. right? Um, yeah, and so that's what the word of the year is for each of these. And they all come out with them, what, at the beginning of December, right? Like yeah, it's also a way there? for them to sell dictionaries, you know, they want to get some, yeah. sell the books. But mm-hmm. there are no books anymore, so it's all very meta. The exercise <laughs> is extremely self-indulgent. Yeah, um, yeah, well, they well they want people to visit their site, right? Yeah, they want to go like to their interwebs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want to use the, they want us to use the internet, basically. Yeah, which uh, which may you know Good we may not that. be able to use any <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Oh my god, Bro. Oh, the world is so terrible. It's just anyway. crumbling. <laughs> it's just crumbling around us. Um, okay. But uh, why don't you tell us what is Merriam-Webster's word of the year for twenty seventeen? Okay, so now <laughs> this one is feminism, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I knew that. No, there's <laughs> there's a couple words floating around out there this this uh, at this time of year. So feminism, right? That one now. Why do you think they chose that word's been around for a while, right? It's not like mm-hmm. a word that just popped up out of nowhere. It's like we know about this word, um, you know. Even even um, um, uh, smoke filled back rooms populated entirely by white guys uh, with bad mm-hmm. hair. They've mm-hmm. even known about this word. They have, uh, you know. I don't think it existed in the larger scheme of things. It hasn't existed for that long, right? I yeah. mean, feminism itself, you know. 
it, it hasn't existed since like what the sixties. Wait, what? Feminism? Yeah, feminism been around since since probably be, even before the eighteen hundreds, man. Really? I mean, I don't know if the word has right. Like well, one that's of the what things. I was thinking. Yeah, no. Um, one of the things that it says is that it was entered into the. Uh, Webster Dictionary in 1841. Okay, okay. It was probably around before that then, with the definition of the qualities of females, which is hilarious. Ooh, qualities. Right? Wow, yeah, because there's like three that we can just describe right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so silly. Oh, wow. Anyway, but like today's okay. definition, according to Merriam-Webster's, the theory of the political, economic, and social equality of the sexes and organized activity on behalf of women's rights and interests. Okay. They have that, okay. yeah. But it, but at least 1841, the word existed. It probably existed much before that. Uh, quick note: we didn't do like our our in depth research for this episode. We did the research on just the words, yeah, yeah, like the reasons why they chose them and things like that. But like that's all we're doing. So you know, we can't get too much into like the word feminism. We might do that word one day, um, in an episode, right? And then we can get into it. Oh, dude, that, now, we will yeah. get so into it, man. We we do we get we get deep. We, we get put our hands deep. in, <laughs> put our hands in that turkey. We stuff it full oh, no. of bread. <laughs> Dude, what you a weird know? practice, right? Like Thanksgiving, man. I don't even think we had an episode right on Thanksgiving, but it's just a bizarre thing to do. A yeah, to I cook mean, a bird in an oven. That's kind of weird when you think about it. But then it's like, hey, hey, you know what would make this bird better? If we just stuffed it with bread. <laughs> so people really like bread. A specific type of bread, too, right? I mean, it's got to be specific. Yeah, yeah the crummy anyway, kind. go ahead and tell, tell us some more about Merriam-Webster, why Merriam-Webster chose it, what your thoughts are on it. Well, you know, like, so I, I'm just I'm just glancing over it right now. You you can follow along at home, kids. Just use the <laughs> internet. It's G-O-O-G-L-E.com. Uh, no, it's actually, it's, it's actually Merriam-Webster.com uh, with a hyphen in the middle. So you you could just go the, the articles right up there. The first one's feminine. They actually have ten. They have ten words that they're highlighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, All of them have like extra words. But let's just yeah. talk about that one word. Okay. Now, yeah. This, the, we can talk about actually. We can talk about the other ones. But let's talk about feminism first. So they they, they say a feminism spiked following news coverage of the women's march in January. Yes. Right. I think that's a good uh, good start for the year. Right. We could. Yeah. I, makes we, sense. Knowing us, like, dude, like, it's good that this is a word of the year, not a word period because like we would just talk about the history of feminism for like three hours so like yeah i guess just in terms of 2017 that's a good starting point it's they say the word spiked again when kellyanne conway said during an interview she didn't consider herself a feminist as in did not consider herself a it, yeah. uh, the definition was itself the subject of a news story so people looking it up and yeah, also yep. um there was interest in the in the word was driven by entertainment um, quote unquote, we saw increased lookups after the release of both Hulu's series *The Handmaid's Tale* and the film *Wonder Woman*. I saw *Wonder Woman*. Woman. Did you see the? Uh, did you see *The Handmaid's Tale*? No, no, I saw *Wonder Woman* too. Okay. Um, this this week, I've been uh, at home, kind of by myself, um, and uh, okay. I've gone to watch *Handmaid's Tale* twice. Whoa. But then, I, but then I have my partner's voice in the back of my head screaming at me because I started it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, don't do like that. Like she wants to watch it with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's nice, man. It's actually kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. She's going nice. to... Couple things. Yeah, you, couple. Know, you do things as a couple sure. and you do, you know, things together. You know, Meanwhile, your kid is like, I can't really handle things of that adult <laughs> nature. And you're like, just, um, but here's a yeah. book. 
<laughs> so so we watch things like PJ Masks, right? This oh. is for all the parents out there. I don't know PJ about that. Masks. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, know. like I'm gonna be completely I in got, the dark. I got Nora into Pokemon. Oh, nice Snorlax. So we watch Pokemon. Yeah, I know she loves Snorlax. She like she is that her favorite one? Pikachu. No, she loves Pikachu. Yeah. And she she loves like any of the new ones that she doesn't know their names. Nice. So man. like as as long as she doesn't know the name, she's like, oh my god, what's that? What's that name? What's that name? Dude. What's that name? You know what that oh, is? What What's that name? Jigglypuff? Oh my god, I love Jigglypuff. That's, and the next episode. Yeah. That's her dad's curiosity and her mom's curiosity. You guys are curious Nellies. You just, you're a sweetie today. You've yeah. just been very nice today. It's kind of nice though, isn't it? Yeah. I'm curious <laughs> about Pokemon myself. I, I think like they came about like when I was just slightly too old. But of oh, course, really? yeah, but I, no, I don't know. Like maybe not. Like some of my friends who are my age are also into Pokemon, so maybe not. Yeah, whatever. I used to play as Pikachu on uh, Super Smash Brothers sometimes. Nice. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. So what do you think about feminism? Uh, <laughs> what a loaded fucking question. No, um, no, I think that this is I think that this is a really smart move by Merriam-Webster. They got a ton yeah. of press about this. They did, like, huh? I think that, the, yeah, I think this was a good choice for the start. Because Merriam-Webster, like, the articles I saw were, the word of the year is feminism. I saw a couple for Dictionary.com. Mm. But, but really, it was about Merriam-Webster. And I yeah. thought, like, it's good. And I think that, you know, this is, you know, their move is, oh, yeah, it's been researched a lot. Yeah. But they also choose one, right? Like, yeah. it, you know, it's not like these other ones that they have weren't also... Um, researched a lot, which I do want to kind of go through some because I just sure. saw a couple that I was like, oh my god, hilarious that this is researched so much that it's also a notable word. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly, but yeah, you know, so, so, uh, so one thing that like Merriam Webster says, right, which is not, you know, it's not really a thing that they say, but like, uh, I don't know, it's on the site. It says no one word can ever encapsulate all the news, events, or stories of a given year, particularly a year with so much news and so many stories. Oh, God. But when a single word is looked up in great volume, and also stands out as one associated with several <laughs> different important <laughs> oh, stories, oh, we can okay. learn something about ourselves oh. through the prism of vocabulary. Oh, the prism, There's huh? an ongoing national conversation, and Merriam-Webster has a front row seat. Oh, now it does. It does not. I, I tried to get tickets to that conversation for like three weeks, and they were all sold out. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Maybe Noah Webster has the hookup. The hookup! But, uh, but yeah, so Merriam-Webster kind of chooses it. I think it's a good... It's like smart politically of them to do it yeah it seems like they're like this is a word that's researched a lot and they also don't really take a stance right there's kind of a stance at the end here okay but like they they kind of give a no stance right they're like oh this you know this single word you know isn't all of it but like it's part of this ongoing conversation so if you're um if you are one who adheres to the ideals of feminism, right, and kind of believes in it, considers yourself a feminist, as um, both you and I do, then you get to read it and go, oh, yeah, like, yeah, because feminism is important. If Mm. you don't, there's kind of an opening there to say, oh, people are talking about it. I don't have to talk about it, but other people are talking about it. That's why it's important. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So it's kind of like a a, a stance of no stance. Yeah, they're they're not trying to stir the pot, really, right? Yeah, yeah. Not trying to rock the boat. 
They're not. Tr- well, you know, what are you gonna do? They're not trying to put too much jalapenos in the chili. Had an option to do that recently yeah. uh, on on a sandwich. Make it so, uh, make a sandwich. Uh, they, they were. I was somewhere, and they were like, "You want extra jalapenos?" I was like, "How much does that cost?" They're like, "It's free." <laughs> oh, no, I was what? like, "Then yes, then yes, I do." So clearly, yes. my point is, I've been standing next I'm to you gonna, in those situations before. Do not act like that was one time. There are yeah, many you're times. Right. You're right. I'm I'm the person who just wants those jalapenos. Oh, I miss going to Subway um, with you, man. I know, man, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Subway, by the way, we do take um, <laughs> donations of cash money and gift cards. Yeah, <laughs> if, uh, yeah. you know, Subway, eat uh, slightly fresh. E- anyway, email um, us at wfdpodcast at gmail.com. Please, Subway. Please, God. Yeah. We need somebody. <laughs> and they, you know, they've got some negative press lately, so maybe they are looking to, like, two, two people yeah. who are actually eating their subs still. Yeah. Anyway, um, so there's nine other words that Merriam-Webster lists as notable words. Okay. I want you to pick one of them. Tell me why, why it's your favorite. I don't know which one you're going to pick. You do. You do. I have my favorite. I have my favorite. You do. You go pick yours. All right. And I'll tell you what my favorite is. All right. You have to guess which one I'm going to pick. This is the first um, game of all time forever that we're going to play this show. Um, yeah. I'll, it's it's one of the words from this list. And yeah, and I'm gonna read them. I'm gonna read them out for for everybody. Okay, so they <laughs> they're pretty they funny. Play along actually, at home. they can play along at home. Yeah. Uh, so the other nine words for Merriam-Webster yeah. are complicit. Yeah. Recuse. Recuse. Sorry, I said that word. <laughs> Empathy. Mm-hmm. Dotard. Sizgy. <laughs> I think. Euro or gyro, uh-huh. if uh, you're on the East Coast. Uh-huh. Federalism, hurricane, gaff. Lock in your answers now, people. <laughs> Press your buttons. Press your buttons. Which one do you think is Max's favorite? And go, Max. We should live tweet this. Um, all right. I chose Syzygy. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you did. Of course you did. I have no fucking idea what that means. You're gonna tell me what it yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what it was either. It's uh, it's amazing. Uh, there's like this like lovely uh, celestial picture of the eclipse, right? And it's like, man, Merriam-Webster. They really you can't see this at home, but like they really they got some images. It's dressing it up for those people who can't who are bored by just simple words and they need to have pictures too, <laughs> right? So yeah. syzygy pronounced so us syzygy uh, spiked on October twenty first. The day after the solar eclipse. We define syzygy as, quote, the nearly straight-line configuration of three celestial bodies, such as the sun, moon, and earth during an eclipse, in a gravitational system. The word comes from the Greek syzygos, syzygos? Mm-hmm. I don't know, meaning yoked together. Ooh. It's been used to refer to celestial matters since the oh 17th Oh my gosh, I am, I am a little... Yeah, it's kind of sexy, isn't it? Yeah, it actually is kind of sexy. Sizzigy. It's weird, weirdly sexy. It's a weirdly it's very... sexy word. <laughs> I, know. I know, man. I'm I'm, um, I'm a little I'm a little concerned with with yeah. that. Actually, there's three Y's in it. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of Y's. Yeah. Um, so it it also saw a small spike during the supermoon in December. Oh, okay, okay. Well, tell which me, which was a moon that was much bigger than a normal moon. Oh, good moon. It was a. It was, Big moon. Nice moon. Big moon. Good night, moon. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, have Good you ever night, Syzygy. Good night, Recuse. <laughs> Good night, Hurricane. Good night, Hurricane. Good night, Flea. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Dude, have you ever seen um, the uh, uh, um, Christopher Walken reading 
Good Night Moon, the children's oh, book? Yes, 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 I Okay. Have. I just want to check on that. Excellent. Show notes! Uh, so tell me, tell me, which one do you think is mine? It is not Syzygy. Okay, it's not Syzygy. Well, that's unfortunate that you didn't choose Syzygy. But lock in your answers now, folks. What is Michael's choice? Um, man, this is a tough one. I'm probably going to... It's definitely not federalism. Um, no thanks. Uh, it might be Giro slash Euro. <laughs> That's really fun. I'm going to go with um, Dotard. It's Euro. Euro, man. I love <laughs> no. it. Why the fuck is Euro? I'm not even going to look up. I'm not even going to look it up. Why? It's funny. People were looking up the word gyro or euro, yeah. but yeah. I think it's great that out of all these words, which are all kind of related, uh, dotard, empathy, recuse, complicit, feminism, gaff, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. federalism, all of it's kind of related. And then just like in the middle of this is like euro, like everyone just fucking found lamb to yeah. now, and they're like, yeah. what is what is this sandwich? <laughs> in which they take lamb off a spit <laughs> and they put it into my mouth and it just tastes amazing. <laughs> what is this? And so many people are like, what the yeah, fuck yeah. is this? Yeah, Let's look it I up know. on Merriam-Webster. Yeah. Get to the computer, everybody. Let's all look it up together. <laughs> How do you spell it? G-Y-R-O. How do you say it? I don't know. Yeah. Right, that right. was my rhyme. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway. It's actually pretty good, man. Yeah, I know. Just came up with that. It was nice. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was just. It was just in the moment. I just went for it. You know. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but definitely, definitely Euro or Gyro for those who don't have like extremely Greek friends. Um, uh, Apparently, you can also great. say Giro with a, like a like a start with a Z is the way to do it. Like G, like Z H. Oh, interesting. Giro, like not that's not how you spell it. That but right, but like yeah, it's it's one way to say it. That's interesting. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Move on. I don't know. That didn't even make sense. That was a bad song. <laughs> Dude, we always... It's We don't have to make sense. That rule doesn't apply to us. We gotta make dollars, <laughs> not cents. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's, oh, no, I, let's go on to OED. <laughs> let's go on to the OED. Oh, my favorite. Let's take dude. let's take a break from uh, right. America for a second. Okay. Yeah. Let's g- cross the the lake of epic despair to our cousins mm. in the north of Europe, northwest of Europe, to be precise. Okay. To the British. Oh, the Vikings. The oh, Vikings. Right, the yeah. British Vikings. And yeah. let's talk about what the OED decided their word of the year was. What? Which is youthquake. What the youthquake? So Hello. I saw this and I was like, how the fuck is this word that I've never heard of uh. the word of the year? And it's because we're not in Britain. Okay. But supposedly <laughs> this, this word was used often, specifically... Um, when, uh, do you remember when Theresa May did that whole, like, she decided to get reelected when it wasn't time for her to get reelected? She just called that. Oh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. She just, like, called that sudden, like, uh, election. She was like, oh, we gotta do it. The snap election. Right? Right. Um, And then there was, like, seven weeks of political campaigning, and, you know, there was that guy. What the hell is that guy's name? 
Boris Johnson? No, Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. Jeremy Corbyn is running against her, right? And yeah, and so dude, I'm impressed with you right now, man. Know, you, right? you know a little bit. I know. I'm also reading it. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to okay. lie. I'm cheating right now. Um, but um, okay. but okay. so so basically, the term "youthquake" was used because so many uh, young people supported the Labour uh, oh. Party as opposed okay. to whatever the Conservative Party is called. Are they just called the Conservatives? No, they're called the Whigs. No, no, I don't know. No, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Used to be called that. Maybe I don't even know, dude. See, this is we're in dangerous territory right now. Yeah, I, I have. I am shockingly ill-informed as to like <laughs> European politics or yeah. how it works. So basically, um, the the monthly frequency of youthquake. Actually, this graph is kind of cool on the OED site. Um, it's got kind of like a, a squiggly. You know, it's like the squiggly line that goes up and down. Um, yeah. That in yeah. January, February, March, April. It doesn't really get used, but then May, June, uh, August, September, July, it kind of dips. But August and oh. September, and then November again, it's getting okay. used a lot. Like people are looking up what this means, and basically, a youthquake is it's um like a, a term that's you know about like a, a large group of youth getting engaged in politics, like an earthquake, right? Like they're causing political oh. unsettling. With getting involved because the youth, I guess, are just historically not involved that much. I think that's the Im- implication of the word, right? Right. Um, and I'm looking at the the actual entry right now, like the full entry. Yeah. And it it says a series of radical political and cultural upheavals occurring among students and young people in the 60s. Yeah. So that's when it was first used. So that was actually okay. the next thing I was to say. So it's actually a word that was coined in America. Right yeah. in the U.S., right, which uh, which clearly didn't stick around here, but yeah. um, definitely <laughs> we just didn't it, like it. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but but it made it back to England, and there's an example from uh, New Zealand where they started using it in like their okay. political reporting. Um, right, right. There's this really funny picture. So if you guys go to uh, en oxforddictionaries.com word of the year right you know forward slash word of the year right um they they have like this uh for 2017 they have you know these pictures in this like short little article there's a picture from the new zealand herald and it's called political roundup is a youth quake looming or not right and it's clearly like i don't know anything about new zealand politics i am not going to pretend to those of our listeners who are in new zealand please yeah, Let us know like what we're missing here. Um, Send us a carrier pigeon. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, so there's this woman who's clearly, I think, running for something, and there's all these yeah. youth around her, and it of says, course. "Let's do this." They have like these shirts that say, "Let's do this," and there's a guy. Ga- nice. Okay, so this woman in the front, right? She's in, yeah. like dead center, right? Yeah. Off to the yeah. left, right? There's a there's a like a young man. Yeah. who is checking out her ass in the picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's just, it's hilarious. I saw this vi- this picture, and I was like, are they making uh-huh. a joke? Because I didn't read the words right away, right? right. Just above it. And, and I was like, what the hell? Okay. And it's just, they don't comment on it at all. It's just like oh. this woman, you know, this younger yeah. woman who clearly is running for some sort of office. Okay. Um, or involved in that, right, somehow. Sure. And this, uh-huh. this man off to the left just, like, looking at her, and he's got this face that's basically saying, 
Oh no! Yeah, it's pretty. He's just it's pretty actively bad. delegitimizing her political it's career pretty, before it's, it's even started. Bad. Clearly, he's following her, right? He's like a supporter of right, hers, right? 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 But right. talk about feminism, right? Man, I was saying, just gonna say, dude, is that like yeah, is that feminist is, or not? I it seems like not. I don't know what the fuck's going on in that picture, but it's a hilarious picture. Um, like, hopefully, he's a fan yeah. and not like just a creepo. Mm. I think they right. caught him. I think they caught him at a weird angle because it yeah, also right. looks like his eyes sure. might be closed, but maybe not. Right? But I think it it definitely looks like he's checking her out, which is hilarious. But yeah, so so um, so yeah, so that's the word from OED. They have okay. a short list. Are you on their uh, their site or no? I am, but I'm not looking at the same list you are. So you should just you should just roll with it, dude. Okay. So this is this is the list of. Uh, words that made their short list, right? So their okay. their one, right? It's an it's eight of them. There's not nine. There's eight, right? Um, okay. And they are fucking hilarious. Okay, yes, they're fine. I love them so much. I can't <laughs> okay. even. I can't. I I I have no words. Okay. Um, okay. And it's not because. Any, and I want to make it clear. Like make it clear here. I do not think any of these words separately are funny, right? As right. much as the association of all of them together with Youthquake okay. is funny, right? Because they're you. all over the place. Um, so, so Youthquake is the one that won. Hold on. I thought I muted my mic again. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. So here are the other ones. <laughs> okay. Antifa, right? So the that group, oh. right? So that makes yeah. sense. You know, a lot of people have been looking that up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, Broflake. Oh, wow. And there's a little cartoon. All of these have okay. a cartoon, and they're great. So the little cartoon. I'm is, writing these. I'm writing these down for later. Broflake is excellent. Um, That's so it cool. has people in the background saying hashtag Me Too. The future is female, and it's clearly okay. uh, Sean Spencer, a cartoon of Sean Spencer. Wait, that's the guy who got punched in the face, right? Uh maybe. Yeah. Well, whatever that guy's name is, reading uh, a Daily News newspaper, just like super upset. It's very funny. The next okay. one is Gorpcore. What? It's fashion, I'm assuming, but Gorpcore? No, no. Gorp is also an acronym for trail mix, so that's weird. Really? Oh, that's yeah. weird. Uh, I think it's Gorpcore. I might be reading that wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, okay. Compromat, mm-hmm. which is a Russian term, I and I'm assuming from the picture, has to do with, like, espionage, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one is my favorite, which is tied with another one on this list. Broflake is not my favorite. Milkshake duck is well, my one favorite. Word? Milkshake duck, two words. Milkshake duck. Oh, wow. Uh, clearly a <laughs> slang term in Britain, which I am now going to adopt and oh. use... I'm going to f- I'm going to dig down into this phrase so deep that I might I might die because I'm going to figure it out. You figure um, it out while I keep going. I'm okay. Go on, go on. The next one is a newsjacking. Newsjacking. The next one, the the second to last one, which is my, tied for my favorite with milkshake duck, is unicorn. <laughs> Love it. Unicorn. Yes. Okay. And then, That's... The, then the last one is White Fragility, which I also love. That is my that, that is my close second. Now, these are you're reading from OED right now. Yeah, yeah. This is OED. Oh, that's so interesting, dude. Yeah, I just haven't been able to find the page that you're on. But, yeah. like, 
Um, I can tell you about Milkshake Duck. Do you want to know about yes, it? Yes, I do. All right. So, um, there. So it, it says it's it's a meme. It's basically a meme. It's an internet slang term referring to a representation of a viral internet star who was briefly adored by the public prior to the discovery of their distasteful or offensive past. So, on June 12, 2016, oh, this is last year, a Twitter user, Pixelated Boat, which is a very famous Twitter user, I think because he's just funny, yeah. um, posted a tweet about the internet's love for Milkshake Duck, followed by the revelation, we regret to inform you the duck is racist. Um, within one year, the tweet gained over 22,000 likes and 9,600 retweets. Oh, my God. So, um, <laughs> so it's just one tweet from this guy named, <laughs> named Pixelated Boat. Oh, okay, all right. But, yeah. but milkshake duck is a great phrase, and I love it. Yeah. And I also love unicorn, uh, so it's good. Yeah, but dude, yes. I like those too a lot. I like those those yeah. choices. Yeah, so they're really interesting, you know, and I think, like, they're all things that have been, like, kind of looked at a lot. And definitely OED is close, is, is a nice little middle ground between Merriam-Webster and where we're going to go next with dictionaries.com in that it kind of has some opinions of why I picked Youthquake, you know, the conversations about politics. Right, right. But really it's like Youthquake was used more, researched more, people talked about it more, so therefore that's okay. our word. Okay. It's imbued with hope, according to them. Imbued with hope. Mm-hmm. That's a, I like things that are imbued with hope. You know what? Right. They feel nice. Yeah, that's that's what I'm. Saying. I like things that are imbued in general. It's like gentle. Oh, you're so you know, it's just lovely. You're lovely. Yeah. If it's not imbu- if it's not imbued, it tends to be a little bit jarring or violent. Mm, I see what you're saying. You know, I like my tea to be imbued with like various spices. Mm. I see what you did there. Yeah. Tell us where dictionary.com goes. Okay, so dictionary.com. Wow, man. So this is, again, so this is this is a very popular dictionary on the internet because of its URL, right? Yes. Everybody uses this. A lot of um, people do. I, I, I found, like, my students will often use dictionary.com um, for definitions of words or something like that for papers. Yeah. Oh, totally, dude. Totally. Um, and I, I can't blame them, and I'm glad, like, I'm just glad it's not um, pictures of monkeys. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it could be anything. Luckily, an actual dictionary owns it. I wish it was the OED that owned it because we we love the OED. And like, it's not the OED. It's um, it's the uh, what is it? I was just looking at it. It's an abridged dictionary, and it, it does draw from Harper Collins um, and some other places. Random House. Yeah, oh, that's right. You're right, dude. Thank you. It's a yeah, Random House abridged dictionary. Okay, okay. So that's what it is. Uh, but anyway, the word of the year is complicit. Oh. It is a big one. This was on the on on the list of uh, possible Marian ones Webster. for Merriam-Webster. So yeah, yeah. Why do you think, man? So I can tell you more, but like, why do you think this word is is in there? Well, so I think that um, I think that my ideas weren't as well put as Merriam-Webster, or I'm sorry, as Dictionary.com yeah. was, which Mine was either. I think basically a lot of people like it's a term that's been floating around the political atmosphere yeah this this year yeah that people have been looking up to see what it really means right um, right right dude we yeah. were both i like if i if i can speak for both of us dude we were both yes. struck by this essay on dictionary.com introducing yeah. this as the word yeah because i'm going to say this is an essay because i think that we can call the other two posts and i think the difference there is that like 
when we like tweet out, "Oh my god, I'm so excited because I love Max," you know, or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? like, yeah, that's like a post, right? But when someone yeah. has like an essay on Twitter or something, like you know, when they right, like right. go into like having 25 tweets in which they break down something, or they have a thread on Twitter, right? Like that's right. that's like an essay, right? Um, it's a sure, more sure. formal. It has a, an argument. It, Oh my god! Excuse me. Wow. Because oh, I'm I got excited. <laughs> no, it has like a it has like a general point to it, right? Like the, the this one right. isn't just about here's our word of the year. It was looked up more than any other word. Yippity doo da yippity yay! It's, right, right. it's very much like here is why we chose this word. Um, I'm taking show notes too, by the way, dude. So just so you know, like I'm keeping track of things. Um, this sounds lovely. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I totally agree. Like, eh, man, and it's hard, man. It's hard with these retrospectives, even with stuff like sometimes I'll read like end of year, year end, like best of books lists. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like, of course they have those. And like, the, I, I, I have issues with them. I think they're a little forced sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like the, the, the time span of one calendar year is sort of an arbitrary amount of time to just suddenly come up with a best of list, and it doesn't always the consistency is not always there. That's true. Know? That's true. Um, uh, like I, I personally don't think a lot of I didn't love a lot of new music that came out this year. Uh, I definitely okay. like some of it, but like when I, I don't know, best of music lists. Anyway, so my point is like the the end of year list, the word of the year list mm-hmm. is it just by its nature, it's gonna it's gonna reference external events in the world okay right? and like yeah what's interesting is like words for dinner does not always have to do that it does mm-hmm. it's definitely about mm-hmm. history um, for sure and history lives within us you know as james baldwin <laughs> says or whatever so it is within us and we are trapped within it ah, ha, ha. Um, there's some truth to that but you know often we go way back dude we mm-hmm. go way back like we'll go back to like ancient times or whatever yep. And uh, this is not the case, and like so, it makes it a little bit more charged, mm. like so, a little bit more you know, contemporary and whatnot. Uh, but just to like, I'll just like give you a snippet from that from that essay that we're talking about yeah. from uh, Dictionary.com, where they Please. explain why why complicit. Uh, so they said uh, the first spike in searches for complicit was on March twelfth, with a ten thousand percent increase oh. in daily average lookups. Yeah, crazy. The, yeah, that's a fuck ton. Uh, this was the day after SNL aired their satirical ad featuring Scarlett Johansson playing Ivanka Trump, hawking a perfume called Complicit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scent was marketed as the fragrance for the woman who could stop all this, but won't. <laughs> wow. And then, like, there's more instances where it came up this year. I guess that's what they're thinking of. The largest increase in lookups, up, up over 11,000%, yeah. was on april 5th and this time followed an interview that she did where she tried to redefine it, uh the word mm-hmm. so she was asked by a cbs anchor uh about accusations that she and her husband whose name shall go uh unmentioned <laughs> are complicit in the actions of her father the president she responded quote if being complicit is wanting to be a force for good and to make a positive impact then i'm complicit end quote mm-hmm. now um the next thing the article says is so great. It's basically like, uh, she's wrong. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There's nothing positive or good about it. Mm-hmm. The definition says it's about being complicit with something illegal or bad. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. 
and you can't just say that's not what it means. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Which I loved. Didn't you love that, dude? Uh-huh. Their wording is so good there. It's so good. They, yeah, this is what they say. They say, as many of you know, <laughs> from looking up the definition of complicit, there's nothing positive or good about it. In fact, being complicit is decidedly negative, as it means that a person is involved with someone or something that's wrong. <laughs> Whatever your politics, this meaning is not up for debate. Ivanka Trump herself capped off her own personal definition of complicit with, quote, I don't know what it means to be complicit. <laughs> so I do think I do think this is funny, oh, but I man. do want to throw this out there. Because I feel like we've talked about this a lot, right, in our mm-hmm. time on this yeah. on this show, on this podcast, is yeah. I do not think that meanings of words are not up for debate. And we've talked about yes. this a lot, right? That's I think true. they are. Because I think that though Ivanka's use is calculated in that she's saying I'm changing the definition for this right. situation – to better impact me because she knows there's a negative yeah. connotation to it. Um, and that when yeah. the interviewer asks her about it, that there is a negative connotation to it. Right, um, right. And then she changes it to be positive, right? I, yeah, yeah, I understand yeah, there yeah. is an intentionality there. But you can also use that word in a, in a way, right? Though, like, because they say the definition, they say the definition up, up above. Um, yeah. Man, I thought I had it. But I was about to read. Oh, so uh, choosing to be involved in an illegal or questionable act, especially yeah. with others having partnership or involvement in wrongdoing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But like, what? Like, if if someone you know does something that's you know quote unquote illegal, but mm-hmm. is right, and you're complicit mm-hmm. in it, then it has a positive connotation. You know what I mean? Like, if someone, okay. you know, like, you're complicit in helping somebody, like, I don't know, like, stop, like, you know, another citizen stop, like, a crime, you know, like, or, or right. like, you know, I don't know what the fuck. Well, if you had to do something illegal, that was morally good. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, I, right. I guess, like, for me, like, there is a way in which I can see complicit being used to say something positive. For example, if... Like, so, like, you know, the CDC, which I think this is important, too. Like, the CDC was just told it can't use certain words, you know? And that's, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's timely for us. Like, we are a podcast about words. So it says sure. that. But, like, if you work for the CDC, right, and you then give a speech in which you use all of those words, but somebody yeah, else right. wrote that speech for you, they are complicit <laughs> in you breaking those rules, right? Yeah. But that yeah, would yeah, be, right. I think, seen for many people as a good thing. Regard- sure, regardless, sure. I do, like, the point here is that dictionary.com is throwing down the gauntlet hard. Super hard. Yeah. And you're right, dude. Like, in a way that maybe is... Um controversial for a dictionary to do because uh-huh. not only for the political side of this which is overt and explicit like uh-huh. is this taking a political stance um and honestly i'll speak very personally i'm so glad that they're taking this stance i happen to agree with this stance in every way and that's partially why i liked it so much but also from like the point you made a minute ago dude mm-hmm. which is like dictionaries are supposed to be the number one fans of the evolution of language and the changing of language yeah yeah so the question for them seems to be that they post themselves in this instance was, is this person, Ivanka Trump, 
uh, is she part of the natural evolution of language or is she some sort of aberration or um, distorting force that is not natural to the language? Mm -hmm. In other words, like, is it okay to just get up there and say, I'm going to use this word like this instead? Mm -hmm. And it's, I think, like, I could see how they might justify that. They might be like, listen, like, we do believe in the evolution of language. Sure, Mm -hmm. that's important. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, one person who's a public figure getting up and saying it in a particular situation in order to make herself look better. Yeah. Just like you said, that's not evolution of language. That's just bad behavior. Um, and in fact, it's just someone trying to seem like they're not complicit when they are. Yeah. And I think, and like, you know, I think it, last thing to do is like, I think it would be, it would be a lot, it would make a lot more sense for this word to be used in a different way if all of a sudden everybody was using it that way. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know, like, if it was, like, crowds of people... If there was a youth quake around using this word differently. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my God. I want to see a youth quake of Euro. Yes. Just, just 10,000 millennials eating Euros? Yes, and milkshakes with ducks everywhere. Oh, dude, my God. It happens in, it happens in uh, Amsterdam, like, every day, dude. I don't know if that's accurate, but it sounds great. It sounds There's lovely. Good... Um, spit meat out there oh stop stop <laughs> but um yeah no no i agree with what you're saying i actually do i do agree i don't have anything to add to it um okay. but i do think uh something that you noted when we were talking about this before we start recording we started recording literally the next part so this whole essay is kind of about the um what's the you know like the things around complicit that they see and other phrases and words that they felt were important yeah. To mention, and literally under, right where you stopped reading, right, which is, you know, I don't know what it means to be complicit, the quote from Ivaca, right? The yeah. the head, the header for the next section is, climate change is real, right? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Like, they are just like, boom. Yeah. Like, they're like, we ain't going to take yeah. no mercy. We're just yeah. going to go out there. And then, like, yeah. the two paragraphs below it, you know, the two kind of small paragraphs below it yeah, have yeah. nothing to do with climate change being real, no. right? They have to do with the no. phrase climate change, right, and global yeah. warming and yeah. how they showed up in trending searches. But, mm-hmm. dude, they were like, they just dropped it. They were like, climate change is real. We're going to talk about something different now. Move on. Boom. Move on. Right? <laughs> and, and, you know, like, you're right, dude. And, like, that's the thing that struck me is, like, they're actually doing, like, uh, like a like a grand tour of all the political touch points yeah. right now yeah. and just taking a side on all of them. Climate change, uh-huh. Ivanka saying that. Uh, their next few subheadings are power and sexual assault, mm-hmm. which obviously is a big deal right now. Yeah. The wrong side of history in yeah. which they t- refer to the Charlottesville Nazi riot, the, yeah. the, the white supremacist riot. Strong suggestion um, of, that Trump is on the wrong side of history. Right strong, yeah, he's very he's strong. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very strong. Almost explicitly stated. Go ahead. <laughs> and then, like, just a couple other um, things from the recent political moment where they're taking a, they're taking a clear side. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, it's nuts. It's nuts. Refusal to be complicit. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. like rewarding those who refuse to be complicit. Uh, social mm-hmm. media is a propaganda platform. Like going in on Google, Facebook, and Twitter for like, yeah, for allowing you know the the um, the propaganda uh, that whole stuff with like the the Russian propaganda op- yeah. operatives meddling or whatever. Uh huh. And then like refusal to be complicit, which comes after, is just um, 
like a bullet list, right? Um, we saw right. five million people participate in the women's march, so that's a refusal to be complicit. Yeah, Colin yeah, Kaepernick, yeah. they drop fucking cap, right? They drop cap. I know. I was like, whoa, you guys are real. Yeah. Whoa. I was like, dude, I was. Ex- did you I see that? See by the way, coming. dude. Did you see that uh, Kaepernick um, and Stephen Curry and Puff Diddy, the artist formerly known as Puff Diddy? Yeah. Puff. Yeah. Puff Daddy. I don't Puff know. Daddy. Um, yeah. He's now Diddy. They're. He's no longer Diddy. Okay. No, he's, he's uh, just Diddy now, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah here we go. I'm just going to call him Sean, I think. Yeah, Sean Puffy comes. So, go ahead. So anyway, Sean, uh, he, the three of them were, were talking about uh, buying the Carolina Panthers. Yes, yes. Dude, uh... uh Sean Puffy Combs, which is what I knew him as when I was younger, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. or when I at least like I knew who he was. Um, yeah. he, he like he's gone on on social media hard, trying yeah. to like you know do that. He's like, there's yeah. got to be black owners of NFL teams. Yeah. I want to own it. I want to own it. I want to own it. I was like, dude, it's awesome. Yeah, he is out there just saying like, back me up, people. Like let like let's do this. You know, it's just, I mean, he's right. I would be so pumped if he if he bought that team. Honestly, I think it'd be great. He also has the money did you know how much he's worth yeah he's worth a ton of money i know it's I like know. 800 million dollars yeah, it's, it's sick it's like almost a bit like what yeah. why does he have the- he because he owns he owns like he's a producer he owns record companies and stuff like that smart man that's smart, insane dude. that is insane yeah dude it's crazy but uh so, but yeah and then we saw women as well as people of all genders God, they're just like really just making me happy. Come forward with personal stories of sexual harassment and the hashtag. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We saw high-profile resignations from the Trump administration. Um, yeah. Perhaps most memorably from the Arts Council, who submitted their le- letter of resignation in the form yeah. of an acrostic spelling of the yeah. word "resist." Right? Yeah, I know. I know. It's like Jesus. Like they are going into it. Right, yeah, like they're yeah. like right. the, these are ways that you refuse to be complicit. In fact, yeah. the third biggest spike in search searches for the word complicit was in response to uh, this refusal to be complicit. Happened on October twenty right. fourth when Senator Jeff Flake um, uh, announced his retirement, saying, "I have children and grandchildren to answer to, and so, Mister President, I will not be complicit." Boom! It's like, oh my god, yeah. Wow. They're they're rough, right? And so then, yeah. so then they explain why complicit. And do you want to take the end here? Because I think, like, I don't know uh, if you wanted to take this or not, but like, yeah, this end, yeah, yeah. this end is, is is it? Like, this is where they conclude, right? That's why I'm calling it an essay too, is because this is a conclusion in which their ideas, their opinions are clearly stated. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, dude. Well, dude, I love the end too. Like we both love this end. Yes. And it's like they just it's a great ending. They, mm-hmm. they they basically I'll like summarize it, but they well, I'll quote a f- parts of it. They say silence does not always equal complicity. We must also consider the real reasons we choose not to speak out. This includes fear of retaliation. Silence may come from a place of self-preservation. Those whose lives have been negatively impacted by assault or violence or social injustice don't owe their stories to anyone. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. It's important to remember that sometimes speaking out is a privilege in itself. Uh-huh. Whoa, they're talking about privilege. Um, this comes from a very 
socially nuanced perspective. Yep. And then they say our choice for word of the year is as much about what is visible as it is about what is not. The word reminds us that even inaction is a type of action. The silent acceptance of wrongdoing is how we've gotten to this point. We must not let this continue to be the norm. If we do, we are all complicit. Bam! Yeah. Dude, right? Oh, I mean, dude, this is an opinion. This is like the the word of the year. This is why. Here's our argument for why. Boom. And like, dude, we we don't shy away from like controversial things in this podcast, right? We, uh, you know, we'll just tell it like it is. I mean, we did a whole episode on the word that people hate. It's called moist. (laughs) Uh, We also did, you know, we did the word politics. And like, that didn't, that's definitely our worst episode. Go out and listen to it. Um, but this is controversial shit, man, but I, I don't care, dude. Like, I think this is like so needed for somebody to say this. It's just awesome. That's being said. Well, well, even so like, let's say you don't agree with this, right? Even if you don't, right? Yeah. The way in which this is constructed is just really good, right? And it's also mm-hmm. possible that I've been reading a lot of essays lately by students who are not doing as good of a job as this, <laughs> which is just like, so I'm just yeah, like, oh, yeah, right? Organization, nice. cleared right. construction of sentences and paragraphs. But, right. you know, I think it's just like, it's just well worded. It's, it's very intelligent, right? It comes yeah. from a place of, of research, right? Yes, it's not an evidence-based argument, right? But it is yeah, yeah. something in which they're addressing social issues that clearly they've read about. And I cannot find the author of this to save my no. life. Yeah, I can't like, either. Because I was so excited. And I told you, too, I'm like, who wrote this? Because I need to know like who they who they contracted or who which editor they got to write up this thing. Because clearly they were like, you know what? This is what mm-hmm. we're doing. We're going to talk about this, and we're going to have an opinion about the subject, and we're going to go whole hog, right? We're not going to yeah. pussyfoot around it, right? We're not going right. to um, dance around the subject. You know, we're not going to, uh, you know, d- not approach it directly. So I don't know. It's interesting. It's well, interesting. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, I, I think it's it's too bad that I think it has to do with the aesthetics of the website, but it's like it's trying to do a particular thing. It's trying to be very accessible and not too busy and like what have you. But if you look into the uh, the about on dictionary.com, you yeah. try to look, you look at the the staff people. There's only two listed up there. There's a CEO, Liz McMillan, and this VP guy. And it's like there's a lot more people involved in this this enterprise. And yeah. uh, so it's weird that they just have two people listed. But I don't know. Like I guess like she's at the top, so Liz McMillan is responsible for endorsing the essay if she didn't write it herself. So that's pretty awesome that she did that. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. So, anywho, dude, I, what do you think, man? Like this, this we covered a lot. We did, we did. Um, there's one last thing I wanted to cover, which is a joke uh, site called I think called the Collins Dictionary. Okay. Um, in which uh, I'm not 100% sure if it's a joke or not. But uh, they decided that the word of the year is fake news, and they have a short little video, which okay. um, if uh, if you are actually going to do show notes, we can definitely okay. we can definitely try. Oh, definitely. Yeah, dude. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they do a short little video on that. And yeah, it's just silly. One of the one of the things that they say is fake news <laughs> is pole dancing is reclassified as an Olympic sport. Um, <laughs> experts claim that the Atlantic Ocean is seventy five percent too wet. 
Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then they also nice. have a, a couple other shortlisted words for their word of the year for 2017, and one of them is unicorn. And I was like, yes. Wow. Wow, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, and I yeah, guess, I'm looking at it now. It's great. Yeah, I guess unicorn is a recently launched business enterprise as well. Um, but I'm just thinking of the mythical creature unicorn, which I love. Yeah, man, I I like this too. I just like, I don't know, I like words. Yeah, it's lovely. You, you like words? I do, I do, I do, I do. So, like, <laughs> man, I we should wrap things up. But yes. like, I do have to say, like, I also took some time to to listen to a few of our episodes from this year. Yeah, yeah. And man, it is fun to do. I gotta say, yeah. I highly recommend binging words for dinner. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you're at home during the holiday season. You're with your family that you don't want to be with, right? Put those yeah. earphones in. Just listen to Mike and Max. Give you just hilarity. People will be like, "Hey, here's your present." You're like, "What?" Sorry, I was just listening to pornography episode seven or whatever. <laughs> um, we but, just covered a lot of ground this year, man. Yeah. We did. We went from from uh from moist to cocktail to like uh to buffalo to sentimental it's just like we we covered the gamut <laughs> well i feel like i feel like some you know some of that stuff was in 2016 though yeah yeah actually some of it yeah, was yeah. <laughs> but still still i think like now like this is though you know this is 2 years or a little bit over 2 years that we've been doing this we have like these long breaks because both of you and I, like, we don't make money off of this. We do this because we have fun doing it, you know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like, we have these breaks, but I don't know, man. Like, it's still awesome, you know, to get together yeah. to talk about words. And you're right, like, kind of going back and seeing what it was in 2017 that, you know, you did. Yeah, 2017 has seemed, for me, it's been, you know, I was going to ask you, right, Um what your word of the year would be like if you had to like be pressured right now to pick a word of the year and mine would be either like upheaval or like flux or something like that because like yeah. my whole life has been in complete flux this year of yeah, like moving ass. across the country you know changing job like career paths trying to do yeah, more man. writing and creative work and and yeah it's been it's been intense right but you know, this has been a nice little, like, solid, steady thing that you and yeah. I text about and we talk about. Yeah. And we yeah. get together and we do. We make, we both make time for it. I was yeah. super worried that when I got here, like, either I would have no time to do this thing. Yeah. Or right. that you'd be like, you know what? I have my life here now. Mike is in fucking Illinois. Like, let him be. Like, I'm just going to go on with my thing. <laughs> and and honestly, what am I going to do? Yeah. Bitch about that? Like, no. Like, you know, like, I'm not going to do that. So it's just, no, it's just man. Of course not. It's just, it's just like nice. This is a nice little thing to get together. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to ask you that. And then I was going to ask you one more thing for the end of the year, right? One yeah. more little like mm-hmm. game, but first like mm-hmm. little game thing, right? What word mm-hmm. do you think best describes your 2017? What like word would you would be Max's word of the year? Oh man, you um, know this is a difficult question, Michael. It is. It is. It's hard. It is difficult because like I feel like you cho- you chose a good one. Flux. Yeah. I can't. Flux I can't take yours. You got a good one though. I don't want to cheat on this test. <laughs> I do think like mm, probably introspection. Okay. 
All right. You know? Yeah. Introspection. Just because, like, that's like, that's kind of, like, my word of all time, though. Like, yeah. I don't know if I would attribute that just to 2017. Maybe it's slightly more introspective than other years. Okay. Uh, you know, like, there's... Man, I think it has to do... I think complicit's a good choice, though. It sort of relates to that, because it's like, man, sometimes you got to just look at yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. I've done a lot more... Um, I've gotten involved in my community a lot more this year than I used to be, and, like, that has to do with me being... Living in the town where I've lived for like six or seven years now, yeah. which is a long time for me. I'm a restless dude. Yeah. I like to get out. I like to move around, travel and stuff. So it's pretty cool that I've been in one place, and it's like it's nice to feel some ownership over that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, it's just a lot. It's a lot going on, man. Like, I hopefully like, hopefully I'll listen to the cocktail episode of the next week <laughs> for New Year's Eve, and like just just get some drinks in, nice. drink some Papa Doble's. Nice. Dude, do you remember having Papa Doble's? Yes, I do remember having Papa Doble's, and I'm sure many of our listeners remember us drinking Papa Doble's because they better. it was they better remember it. I'm gonna have words with them. It was it, you know it was a good time. Let me just say that I'm not gonna yeah. respond any other way. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the episode in which we were drinking, it is clear that we were drinking in that episode. <laughs> And we're just going to And yet we still covered be. a lot of things. We we did cover a lot of things. Yeah. I yeah. guess. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. So so in in review, um this is the game. The game is actually not for us. It is for our listeners. Oh. Uh, and one more yeah. thing. I before you before oh, yeah. you do that, I have one more thing. Yeah. Right? Um, because it's it's the time of listicles, right? Which the holiday season is now the time of listicles. I oh, see man. you shaking your head. I oh, know man. you love it. I know you oh, love geez. it. Okay. I know you do. It's just a gross word. We'll put that on the list. Here. Okay, that is true. That is a gross word. That is yeah, it's gross. You're right. It kind of sounds nasty. It just but, makes me think of caves, but also like other things. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I won't use that word. It's the time of lists. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't know <laughs> if you know. So, as our listeners may or may not know, I keep a pretty detailed um, Excel document of all the things that I read in a year. Right? Right. Because every year I'm trying to reach 100 books. I never do. I get close sometimes. But I never Dude, reach just 100 the, books. just the attempt is great, though. Yeah. Um, so, I have, like, the list of all the comics that I read, all the, you know, all the you know, prose and poetry and blah, 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 all that stuff. Sure, sure. And so I figured since it's the end of the year, people are maybe listening to this in 2018, maybe the end of 2017, whatever, right? I figured I would put out there my top five books that I read in 2017 with a, with a with a little with a little addendum for the book, one of the books I'm reading now, which I really enjoy. Okay. Um, so are you ready for this? Yeah, dude. Then, I'm, oh, I didn't know. This is a, uh, this is exciting. And then I want to hear what books you or any like reading experiences that you had in 2017 that you that you would like to share with our listeners too. But real oh, quick, God, good ones. Real quick, these are in no particular order. They were just like kind of in the order I read them ish, right? Or had them organized in my Excel document. Um, okay. So I read The Complete Elf Quest, Volume One, by Wendy Ooh. Penny and Richard Penny. Okay. Underground comic from the 1960s and 70s, right? About elves. It's great. It's lovely. I'm, I'm taking notes for the show notes right now. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, it's good. 
Um, and then also uh, another comic. This is my, you know, uh, which was called Otherworld Barbara. Otherworld Barbara, like the name Whoa. of a person, um, by okay. Modo Hagio, right? Or I'm probably saying that wrong, but that is a freaky good book. I love that book. It's so weird and unusual. Let me just say, like, there's a woman. Yeah, in, it in sounds a, really yeah, weird. There's a woman in a coma who affects the like who's in a laboratory. She affects the weather around her. Like sometimes rose petals Whoa. just fall on her. Other times okay. they're building floods near her. And okay. she lives on an island called Barbara that doesn't exist in our reality. That's <laughs> it's so fucking freaky. It's good. It's Whoa. not a great plot, but that should get you at least tasty enough. And then, yeah. um, then the other thing, um, the other ones that I read that I really enjoyed this year, or at least stuck with me a lot. I everything I read this year, I actually kind of enjoyed. Um, Quantum yeah. Lyrics by A. Van Jordan, um, which is a poetry book. It was just, it was really good. Um, also of of note was a poetry book I read called Full Velvet, which was very good as well um, by Jenny Johnson. Um, very good. Okay. And then, Dude, you've been reading a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then my next last two books, both sci-fi fantasy, right? But both very good. Inside a Silver Box by Walter Mosley. Very oh, good. you were talking about Mosley mm-hmm. uh, for yeah, on a different because episode. It, because I had read him at that time. And then uh, The Hundred Thousand Kingdoms by N.K. Jemison. Uh, Jemison? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, oh, my God. Was that good? What was that last one? Inside a Thousand Kingdoms? The Hundred Thousand Kingdoms. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All, all words, no numbers. Uh, it's very good. Very, 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 very good. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, I accidentally moved the mic close to my face. And then... <laughs> Sorry, and then I'm also Habits. reading right now two books, which uh, one I was pleasantly surprised by, which is um, uh, Trevor Noah's memoir. Oh, um, I'm reading, and I got it for like three bucks randomly at a library. It was great. Um, Whoa, it was like on sale there. And so anyway, so like I picked it up, and he's an interesting guy. Yeah, surprisingly very well written for like a person who's like. Writing style is for television or stand up, not for yeah. like necessarily a book, but it's actually very well done. Um, right. So I like that. And then okay. um, uh, also the best American sci fi and fantasy of 2016, I believe, right? The first one that came out. I don't remember if that was 2015 or 2016, but dude, I re- I'm not done with this yet. But I already am suggesting it because there's so many stories in there that are oh my god good. But really, yeah, literally one of the stories in there had me crying the other night. Whoa. Talk about sentimental! I was sentimental. in tears. I was in tears at the story. Right, what, is, what is this one? The story is I can't remember the name of it. Or maybe it's it has blue sky in the title. Right, but Wait, this is a, it's a short story from a collection. Yeah, it's a short story from the best American science fiction and Uh-oh. fantasy. Right. Okay. Okay. And the story is just uh, uh, astrophysicist, or maybe he's not even—he's uh, a physicist of some sort, right? Has a okay. daughter, right? Has a daughter. Uh, his wife has left him. The world's uh, about to end. Wow! And he goes to his daughter. That's the story. That's all I'm going to give you, and it is okay. just hits you right in the heart. If you're not into it, I don't know if What's you have wrong a soul. With you? Yeah. Yeah. 
So good. I loved it. But yeah, so those are my suggestions. This is, you know, just putting that out there. Some stuff that I've been reading. I have really not read in the last, like, two or three months. Like, barely okay. at all. Um, so all yeah. this stuff is from earlier this year. Um, except for a okay. few that I've kind of squeezed in. But yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that, that's, you know, just putting that out there. Little list at the end of the year of words. Dude, like, I gotta say, like, that was... I love, man, I love your recommendations. Those uh, are like... I love you. Those are really good. I'm going to put those on my list. Nice. I'm going to read those. I'm going to read some of them. You yeah, know? you don't have to read all of them, but they're good. They're good stuff, man. They're good stuff. Oh, there's, a, there's a few on there I'm, I'm really interested in. I, I like the sound of that. It's a, that's a diverse selection. I, I, tried, I tried to be diverse in my selection. There's a lot of different things. I tried. So what about you, man? What, what uh, Anything stick with you this year? Dude, I don't know. You know, honestly, I'm just I'm just gonna offer two for the for the people. Nice. These are, these are two real real quality ones, though. I haven't been reading as much as I wanted to this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that's a bummer. And hopefully, when I get when it when it's time to make my resolutions next week, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna you be like read more, you dummy. Yeah. So I'm gonna read more. All right, these are the two. Uh, one of them, uh, actually, neither of which I've finished. Okay. <laughs> so I'm reading them both at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of them is a sci-fi book. Ooh. It is a story collection by uh, William Gibson, the guy who wrote Neuromancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you read that guy? Well, I know who he is. I don't think... Uh, okay. I might have read some of his short stories, but I don't know. Okay, what's interesting is that um, it's called Burning Chrome. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, and I got to tell you, this is awesome. This book is so good. <laughs> it, and it's weird is because like I haven't read Neuromancer, but I did try to read another of his novels called Pattern Recognition. Yeah. Didn't like it that much. I was like, eh, you know, like I just the the sentences it was just, well, it just wasn't for me. So I picked up Burning Chrome, thinking like I might not like it. I love it; it's incredible. Okay, and uh, awesome. in particular, yeah, there's there's a story called Hinterlands, which is about this almost like Event Horizon style like situation. Yeah. He handles space in a really cool way. Yeah, um, it's just very thought very thoughtful. I like it. Sci-fi, you know, mm-hmm. and it's fast paced too. It's like very quick. I love it. So, Burning Chrome, great book. I highly recommend it. Uh, the other book is uh, very different. It is a James Baldwin book. Nice. Uh, he wrote uh, one called Above My Head. Yeah. And I've I've spent a lot of time reading and teaching his nonfiction, but I haven't read any of his fiction up until now, and this is the first time I've tried. And uh, I got to say, it's not a perfect book, right? It gets a little bit sentimental from time to time. <laughs> um, the The plot isn't too tight but i guess for a novel you know novels are supposed to be places where writers can indulge a little bit you know explore their creative potential and like it doesn't have to be the tightest story in the world if you're going to write a long novel yeah this this one's not a short one you know it's probably three three hundred maybe even four hundred pages uh but anyway it's called above my head it deals with all your standard james baldwin themes like race gender class uh, america he loves like just looking at America as this like complicated yeah. symbol and just analyzing the crap out of it, and like he's so good at that. Nobody's better at that than James Baldwin. So, above my head is a great book. I recommend that one. Yeah, um, go tell it on the mountain is yeah. very good as well. It's his first novel. It's very good. It's very. You good. like that one? Yeah, I actually took a class on James Baldwin in, in undergrad. We oh. we were gonna read above my head, but then the teacher like he had assigned so much reading that semester <laughs> that he was yeah. like, okay, we gotta cut a book. We're gonna cut that one. So, oh wow, so that sucks. But that's also that sounds like a rare moment of mercy from a university professor. <laughs> right, right. I do not, I do not have that kind of mercy from my students. No, I don't either. <laughs> I never, I never did. And I'm glad. I'm glad we are who we are, man. 
You know what? I agree. But yeah, man. So do you have do you do you do you know any of your resolutions for 2018? And then we we'll, then No, we'll, not yet. Okay. Mine is going to be you? still be the 100 100 books and I I think like I say this every year, but like I'm looking at 2018. I'm looking at what like is possible like what I'm going to be doing in that year. And I think yeah. I think I'm really going to try do the 100 books. They won't have the time maybe, 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 maybe. We'll see. We'll see. That would be amazing, dude. That would be awesome. That would be I am plugging for you. If you, if you at home are plugging for Michael, mm-hmm. you should let us know. Yeah, man, uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and uh, maybe post about it more. Keep myself honest. But you know what? I I always like fall behind. Maybe in like the end of January, beginning of February, and then I always feel oh, yeah. guilty about it, and then I get sad, and then I just don't want to talk about it anymore. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> Dude, I don't. I don't want you to be sad. I know, but I do I know. like that you're trying. Thank That's you. Great. Thank you. Um, so what's so the do you want to do you want to hear the game? Yes. What's the game for uh, all our listeners at home? And may I say, you know, real quick, since we're closing up here, we have been getting a bunch of listeners from other countries lately. It keeps shifting really? on Podbean. Podbean, uh, you know, we do not pay for like the advanced um, uh, like metrics on Podbean, but we do <laughs> get some like general ones. And it tells us that's on the budget. Yeah, yeah. It tells us every three months like where we're getting downloads from. We're getting hits from a bunch of different countries, you know, all over the place. Yeah. Like, um, you know, a couple from the UK, a couple from Ireland, Japan. Oh, Youthquake. The Youthquake is driving that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Youthquake is behind us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll, we are maybe leading or in the middle of the Youthquake. I'm not sure what's going on there. I, I, I'm the old quake. Is there uh, an old quake? I, I, there, might, there must be. But, there. yeah, so, it's, so yeah, it's, you know, there's been listeners from all over the place. The Philippines, you know, uh, a couple from, Ooh. like, um, oh, my God, what, was it Guatemala or something like that? It was just, like, a bunch of different oh, wow. weird We're places. Guatemala. We're getting to Latin America? Yeah, we got some from Latin America, some from, um, a- like, Asia, right? I know that's a big continent, right? But, like, all over there, <laughs> India, right? You know, one of the stands. Oh, nice. Um, uh, we got some stands you, in there. You, the Ukraine came back and made a presence again, but it's always you wow. know like a few downloads here and there, like kind of testing out the waters. It seems, mm-hmm. um, but hopefully you know, like we want to thank you guys, our international listeners, and of course, you know our um, our uh, at home or like you know our our U.S. listeners, right? Um, for sticking with us this year, you know, sticking with our our not regular uh, publishing schedule <laughs> listen to us when we come out and uh, and supporting us you know by doing those likes which we've gotten likes on Stitcher this year we've gotten a couple of comments yeah. on iTunes this year you know and stuff like that and we just nice. really really appreciate all the all the boosts we've been getting from our, our community even though it's it's a small kind of tight-knit one we appreciate everything that you guys are doing so here is you know Max's game for us, all of us, and I'm excited to hear what it is. I actually don't know what uh, it is. I'm pretty pumped. Dude, I know you're always excited for the game. Um, so, yeah, we'll close with this. So, like, here's what I want to challenge. It's more of a challenge. I'm going to challenge readers okay. uh, slash listeners. I want to hear the best at-home montage of Michael reading quotes in Old English. <laughs> I think that's it needs to be done. It's something that the world needs to hear. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure what you mean. You got to get more specific, man. I'm not sure what you're talking about. So, for example, uh, there is a moment. Let's see. Oh, you know what? This is. I'll, I'll start with a. I'll seed the discussion. So basically, what I want our listeners to do is to 
are, are uh, this is more for people who know how to do sound editing, but of course the millennials these days know how to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, just open up your uh, your like iTunes or whatever, download it as a wave, make some clips, make us a montage. I want to hear what you can do. Uh, I'll give you a, a starting point. Oh, is it pornography? Oh, awesome. Awesome's the episode. Five minutes into awesome, you're going to hear some Mike reading Old English. Okay? <laughs> Start there. And then you uh, you might have to do some digging. You know, I'm not going to lie. You might have to just listen to a couple episodes, see what you find. There's no limitations to this challenge. You can do anything you want. There's no rules. No holds that, barred. That sounds that sounds lovely. You know, I I feel like we should we should offer some sort of gift in repayment for this. You're right. Some sort of holiday thing. You're you know absolutely what? right. You know what? I think I have uh, like oh man, I you bet, got something. You know what? I bet I have something laying around. I gotta I gotta look. <laughs> but I bet Don't I tell bet it's laying around. No, no, no! I just moved. We actually right? bought it using ten thousand Bitcoin oh, just now. Stop it! So ten thousand Bitcoin, you fucking insane! <laughs> By ten thousand Bitcoin, you think I'd be on this podcast with you? <laughs> sorry, yes, sorry, yes, point, I would. Point yes, oh one Bitcoin. Yeah, right. Um, but no, no, no! I think uh, I just moved, right? So a lot of things are still in yeah, boxes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, right. I'm not sure if I still have like uh, a couple extra, like little toys or something um, oh, that dude. I could send. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't Dude, know. You let got let some good toys, man. You also got some good toys. I gotta I say, I do. I love my toys. Um, but yeah, oh. let me let me let me see if I can dig something up, and uh, maybe maybe then. Oh man, after sentimental, do we have another episode in the pipeline, or do we gotta record a new word? We we gotta do a new word. Okay, okay. So maybe on that word, we can talk about whether or not I have actually something. Um, I have yeah. broken promises in the past. So be prepared for me to break promises in the future. Oh, dude, there's there's no worries, man. You um. uh, every broken <laughs> promise is is another uh, excuse to like spend time in your glorious presence, man. Uh, you're you're too sweet. But yeah, man, we want to so, we want to wish happy holidays and a happy new year to all of our listeners across mm-hmm. the globe. You know, if you celebrate, if you don't, if you're alone, if you're with family, right? We want you. Do we want thing. to let you know. Yeah, thank you for listening this year, and we hope you enjoyed this little treat, which I definitely thought was going to be like fifty minutes long, and it definitely turned out to be more than an hour. So you know, like <laughs> here you go, like here you go, Max. Edit this shit. I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. That's that this it's fine, dude. That's okay. Okay. You I'm know what? Sorry. I'm going to hire an army of small chipmunks to help me to edit this episode. Oh my god! So if you hear any scrabbling. Oh my god, any uh, at the sound of nuts cracking, you know, don't worry, it's fine. We got some helpers. Oh, we got man. Santa's little helpers, boys and girls. <laughs> nice, nice. I love it. Uh, so, uh, Michael, where can they find us? Oh man, uh, well, you can find us at uh, at Words for Dinner. That's Words, the number four dinner. Um, that's our Twitter handle. Um, we Twitter. we've been a little bit lax on that lately, but you know what? We've been pretty active overall this year. I have to say that's yeah. the biggest improvement we've made is that this year we've been more active on Twitter and we engaged have, with have. our fans a lot more. Um, so if yeah. you're the, specifically our old student Ahmed who fucking tweets us <laughs> all the time, but like he's the man, yeah, he's lovely. Um, and then you know, and and of course our other fans like who do as well. Um, so we do do that. Um, and then we also have an email, um, wfdpodcast at gmail com um and we have answered some emails there we definitely got to get back to a couple people we, you and i gotta talk about that in a minute but um oh, okay 
but yeah, so like we, you know, we, we answer there. Um, but if you want to listen to us, if you want to enjoy this, if you're listening to this on your friend's device or on, you know, I don't know, it's playing in an elevator in Switzerland yeah. or something oh, weird man. like that. <laughs> that would be so funny. And you're stuck in the elevator so and you got to the end of the episode. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, you can find us on iTunes. We're uh, Words for Dinner. Um, that's <laughs> all spelt out with the words Words for Dinner. Um, we're on iTunes. Words. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher, and we are on all other sites that steal their RSS feeds from those sites. Um, I keep every like every time I go online, I find like another random ass podcast stealing site that our RSS feed has made it to. Um, That's great. And so, you know, if you can, leave us a like, leave us a comment. Uh, that is what we want for Christmas this year or the, for the yeah. holidays is we would love to see that. It helps uh, get us, you know, our rankings up in iTunes and in Stitcher so that more people can find us. You know what? You're sitting there around the Christmas tree mm-hmm. or the or the uh, menorah mm-hmm. or even some other, like, random relic fireplace. from ancient times. Yeah. Just a fireplace, which is a more secular or central object for yeah. your family gathering. Mm-hmm. And you just look around and you feel the feelings of warmth, security, mm-hmm. homeliness, and you say to yourself, you know what? I've been looking for an family activity for a couple days now. Mm-hmm. Starting to get a little stir crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got just the thing for you, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Fire up words for dinner. Oh, yeah. Listen all together. And it will be a real unifying exercise for everybody. That's true. That's true. You're going to feel the Yule. That's for sure. I think you just said that homeliness, like as in. People being oh, homely yeah. uh, is yeah, part bad. of it, um, which I think is great. <laughs> is that you're basically like, if you're sad, we'll help. Yeah. We will help uh, you. Did I mean hominess? What did I mean? I don't know. Is I don't know. Maybe homeliness means mo- uh, this is this is a question for words for dinner for sure. Oh, you're right. All right, we'll take it up in the future. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so yeah, you know, you wanna you wanna tell us uh, who who brought this episode to our lovely fans this this time around. Oh yeah, um, the dude on the corner by my apartment. His name's Melvin. Um, he's he's uh, one of my favorite dudes who stands around and just chills. And uh, I like to get him bananas, and he's a nice guy. So Melvin brings you the podcast today. And uh, this episode is also brought to you by um, the 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 bells and the stand. In which the Salvation Army uses to collect money. Not the bucket, not the actual <laughs> Salvation Army itself, but the bell, okay. the bell. and the yeah. stand that holds the bucket <laughs> both both told uh, me that they that right. they listen and uh, they support us. Oh. Uh, and they uh, they wanted to to be you know underwriters on this on this episode. But Salvation Army I'm so glad. unfortunately did not because we are uh, our our beliefs don't lie as much as they oh, would man want. you know what like uh watch like they're gonna get in touch and like next episode is just gonna be 45 minutes of bell ringing oh my god no well, next episode is gonna be we'd like to issue an apology to the salvation army for uh, <laughs> yeah. uh any offense we we're, have caused and to we've got 200 general, emails from them to their general and their soldiers literally <laughs> that's the name of like oh, the, yeah, the i soldier. know i know it's real anyway oh, wow anyway enough okay. enough talk about that so thank you very much happy holidays happy new year if you listen to this in 2018, we hope 2018 is a great year. Look forward to Sentimental, which may be out or coming out soon. And then uh, our next episodes, which will have at least three or four in 2018. <laughs> Maybe, only one. Maybe only one. <laughs> if not if 20. If not 100. 
Oh my god, this was so nice. I loved it. All Good right, night. 99.